welcome to morning prayer. It's Pastor Maria Murphy, and I am so happy to be on here with you today. Let me just pull this up so I can get my feet up here, make sure we are okay. Yes, we're good. As you come on, say good morning. I'd like to greet you. Uh, we were not together for a whole week. <laughs> All last week, we weren't together. And so I'm grateful to be here uh, with you today. We were traveling last week. We were in meetings, and it was a wonderful time. But we missed you all. We missed being on here. I missed uh, doing morning prayer and Friday uh, morning praise with you. But we are back. We are back today. I'm glad to be back with you. Uh, today is January the 16th, and it's a day that we are observing uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And so uh, many kids are out of school. Uh, it's, a, it's now a, a holiday here in the U.S., and uh, it gives us time to just pause and think about uh, the man Martin Luther King Jr. Now, he was a man, you know. Uh, I know that some have, have put him up <laughs> on a pedestal, and that's that's fine in terms of we honor. We give honor where honor is due. But he's not God. <laughs> he's a man. He was a man. Uh, but there was something about him when I was thinking about him, so I wrote down some thoughts about him this morning. Uh, he was a man, but he was someone who saw. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. He was someone who saw injustice. He saw it uh, and it affected him. But I believe he was moved with the compassion of God. And that's what was stirred. That's what stirred him uh, to take action the way he did. Good morning and happy Monday and MLK J Day to you too, Ivan. God bless you today. And uh, yeah, he was, he was a man who uh, didn't, it was, I believe it was the compassion of God and the love of God. And the reason I say that is because um, the compassion and love of God, uh, when that gets stirred up on the inside of you, you don't just think of you and your family. You start thinking of others. And he didn't just think of him and his family. He thought of every single person who was affected uh, by the injustices he was seeing. And so, uh, he saw that the treatment needed to be better. You know, there needed to be, uh, better treatment of, uh, individuals in his family and others, not just him. Good morning. And yes, we do mom. We thank God for his goodness. So I was looking in his speech and you know, he talked about the injustices and he encouraged those present. He said this, he said, uh, don't wallow in the valley of despair. He said, even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. This is what he said. And he began to call things that be not as though they are. He began to say things that weren't happening at the time. And he began to call things that be not as though they are. And, and I mean, he said he would see, uh, he, he sees his dream is still about uh, his kids being able to walk and not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. He talked about in, in regions of the country where there was, uh, you know, uh, racism and all that. He, he began to call that, uh, and, and, and talk about how that's not 
the case, you know, that, that he sees that different. He sees people walking free in those areas. And so he began to do that. And then he began to decree, let freedom ring. He began to decree that, let freedom ring. He said from New York, uh, you know, the Alleghenies and then he of Pennsylvania. And he, he talked about, he declared freedom all around the world and then all around this nation. His action was really based on God's word. He actually uh, read, uh, he, he quoted a verse from Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 5. Uh, he said, I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted and every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made straight and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. Yeah. So he, his compassion and his love was based on the word of God. And that's why he got as far as he did. If it wasn't based on the word of God, on the love and compassion of God, and it was just a selfish thing to bring himself up to a position of power and all of that, it would have never worked. It would have never gotten as far as it got. And yeah, there, yeah. Do we need some more work? Yeah. But you know what? There is no true unity without Jesus. There's no true unity without the Lord. Uh, you know, we talk about who we worship and, and we look at, uh, Christianity or religion as the person that we worship. And, and that's true who we worship, but it's more than that. That's why it, it's more than who I worship. Good morning, Henry. God bless you today. It's more than who I worship. It's about letting the one I worship direct my life. Uh, so it's, it's more than just religion. It's, it's a way that I live because I let him direct the way I live. There's no unity without Jesus. We can put all the programs into place. We can, and the world is trying, crying out for unity, but you can't have unity without the Lord. And you can't, there is no unity because you try loving someone who's not kind. You try loving someone who believes differently than you and is loud about it, who, who, who treats others different. You try loving them with your flesh. You can't. <laughs> it's only the love of God that can assist us in loving people the way they need to be loved. And so as we're celebrating and honoring, uh, you know, uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s day, today, uh, we keep that in mind. He, it, the, what he did, he only did because it was based on the word of God, his relationship with the Lord first. And, and that caused him to be unselfish in what he wanted to see come to pass and what he declared. He declared, he said, I still have a dream. He walked by faith and he told them, don't, don't wallow in the valley of despair. He told them, don't wallow in his speech in the valley of despair. Even though we face difficulties and trials today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. He said, I still have a dream. He walked by faith. 
And he knew that it was the love of God that was going to change things. And, you know, if we could get this right in the church first, loving our brothers and sisters in the Lord, then, then we can help others, uh, you know, uh, and, and work on that. And when we see this and we talk about unity, our first thought should be to, am I walking in the love of God and in the unity of the spirit. And the word tells us to seek, to pursue peace with others. Why? Because it doesn't come easy to the flesh. It's something we have to pursue. Uh, people who say, oh, I, I just love the subject of submission and authority and unity. I, I got that down. No, we don't got that down yet because unity is not about it, unity is not just when I agree with someone true unity comes in when I don't agree with them. When they do something that I don't agree with, they say something I don't agree with. That's when I got to practice the unity of the spirit. <laughs> that's when, that's when unity comes in. And that's why I need the spirit of God to help me because my flesh goes against that. That's not normal for our flesh. And so we can read the word of God. So many wonderful scriptures in the word of God about unity and the devil wants to, he is taking advantage of the division and strife that's in the body of Christ. I'm talking to believers, you know, in this time of prayer. So we got to look at ourselves in the body of Christ. He has taken full advantage of the division and strife that's in the body right now. And so, cause he knows a house divided against itself will not stand. And so, uh, we don't yield to that spirit of strife and division. Amen. We yield to the spirit of God and we allow the spirit of God to help us move in unity. Jesus, the father, the son, the Holy spirit, they are our example. Father, son, Holy spirit, three in one, perfect unity. We look at them, we consider them, and that shows us how to live in perfect unity. First with ourselves, spirit, soul, and body, three in one. We, we live in unity with our spirit because we have a new recreated spirit and the spirit of God shows us how to live. So our body and our mind, we get that to come into unity with our spirit. And then the mark of spiritual maturity is walking in unity with others. And so we practice that. Amen. Glory to God. In Psalm 133, one, it says how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. Amen. Malachi two verse 10 asks the question, are we not all children of the same father? Are we not all created by the same God? Now, listen, not everyone is a child of God. If you don't call God your father, he cannot call you his child. That's just plain and simple. He created you. He loves you just as he loves everyone else. But he is not your father if you refuse to acknowledge him and call him your father. Now, he, he, he loves you. 
<laughs> we hear the songs. We sing the songs. We are all God's children. No, we are not all God's children. Jesus told some, you are of your father, the devil. If you don't claim God as your father because you don't believe in him and have not received him and don't want to live uh, in line with his standards, then he's not your father. <laughs> he's not your father. But that can be fixed. That can be changed. He can become your father very simply by receiving him. You call him him my father I I make you my father and then he can call you his child and so uh but we are all created by God all of us are created by God amen and so we ought to love everybody and it says John 13 35 your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples if we are followers of Jesus our love for others is what the mark of a true disciple is our love for others that's how they'll know that we are followers of Jesus amen John 17 23 Jesus said this in his prayer to the father I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. We are loved by God just as much as Jesus is. We might tremble when we say that the first few times. But God loves us just as much as he loved Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so when we know this, we can look at another individual and say, God loves them as much as he loves Jesus. And I ought to do the same, whether or not they are in the household of faith. That's how the love of God works. And so it, there's a ton of scriptures and we got to meditate on those scriptures. We've got to yield to the spirit of God who directs us in this way. Anywhere he directs us, he empowers us. And so we, we yield to his spirit. We yield to his love and we walk in love with every single person around us. And it says we can walk in perfect love perfect love. We got to stop saying we're not perfect. We can't. Jesus said to be perfect as I am perfect. And so we can work towards that. It may not be that today, but we can. He said, as he is in this world, so are we. So we are walking towards that. Amen. We are walking towards that. And the spirit of God is perfect <laughs> and he lives in us. And so we should strive for that. I think when we say we're not perfect, that gives us the excuse to not be perfect and not to ever pursue that perfection. Oh, we shouldn't even pursue it because we're not. No, no. God said that we can be. We can be. <laughs> and so if we can be, we just need to start walking in that direction, right? Start walking. Don't make excuses. Oh, we're not perfect. No, start walking in that direction. And as he directs us in that way, he'll empower us to live that way. Amen. And we can, we can walk in love with others. Amen. Good morning, Jessica. God bless you today. So let's pray. Let's go before the Lord today and let's pray. While we were at the meetings uh, this past week, uh, last week, 
man, uh, one of the, the uh, Pastor Jacobs, he's from Canada, he just encouraged us because he said this would protect us. This will protect us, uh, our ministries, our lives. Um, there's two tools, two instruments that God has given us. Uh, and Brother Hagen talked about this. And it's the tool of compassion and travail. And he said, if believers would use those two tools in this last day, that it would bring success to our lives, to our ministries, to our families, to our businesses, those two tools. And then they, he just did a teaching on the compassion of God and travail, a deep place of prayer in God and travail will not just for new souls, but travail will help us mature as believers. And so we need to give ourselves to those two things. We'll talk more about those things, but the compassion of God, as we celebrate and honor a man who walked uh, with God. He was not perfect. He wasn't. He wasn't perfect. He was walking towards it, but he wasn't. He made many mistakes. He wasn't God. He was a man empowered by God and who had the message of love and compassion in his heart. And he wanted to see everybody treated the way they deserve to be treated. And so that's the love of God. That's how, that's what, that's what we want. Bare minimum, treat everybody the way they deserve. They need to be treated. And when we walk in the love of God, that's what we accomplish. Amen. Father, we thank you. I thank you for every single person who has joined us today and those who will join us in, in the future. Maybe they'll see this in years to come. Whenever they see this, Father, I declare my love for them today. I love them, Father God, with your unconditional love. I find no fault in any of them. I thank you, Father, for each and every one of them. I thank you today, Father, for them. I just give you honor and glory for creating them the way you created them, with the personalities that you've given to them, with what you've put, the gifts and the talents and everything that you put on the inside of that, of them. I honor that in them today. I honor your love in them today. I honor your anointing in them today. I honor, Father God, everything that you you've put on the inside of them. I honor the person that you've created them in the person that I see on the outside, the color of their skin, the, their hair, their, their, the way they dress, the way they talk, the way they act. I honor that. I thank you for making them just the way that you made them. I love them. Oh, Father, I thank you. I love them equally and uniquely the way they deserve to be loved today. And Father, we carry out this attitude throughout our entire lives. Everybody that you've placed in our lives today, we love them. We honor the person that you've created them to be. And Father, even those that cross our paths that we don't yet know, that maybe we'll never know. We honor who you created them to be and we love them. And we let the compassion 
that you've put on the inside of us. We stir up the compassion of God today. We stir it up. So when we see someone who, who, who the compassion of God rises up within us and the spirit of God directs us to say something, to do something, uh, uh, concerning them, we'll do it. We'll not be hesitant. We'll not be afraid, but we will act and move with compassion just as Jesus did. And we will lay our hands on those who are sick. And the word says they will recover. We'll cast out demons because they deserve to live the way you desire for them to live. Not tormented, not, uh, not, um, uh, easily swayed by the enemy. Oh, we thank you, father. We desire that everyone live free the way that Jesus desires us and paid the price so we can live free. And so father, we let that desire just stir up on the inside of us. We let it stir up and we, we go out as we walk around today, we, we lift up our heads. We open our eyes and we look and we see, show us what you see, show us what you see as we pass individuals today, show us what you see so we can move with compassion just as Jesus did. Jesus saw past the outer shell of a person. Jesus saw what was needed. Jesus saw what was desired and he met those needs and those desires. And so we, we look with the eyes of Jesus today. We see with his eyes today. We walk with the feet of Jesus. Our hands are stretched out like Jesus hands and we continue his ministry down here on this earth. Jesus, we thank you that you are there making intercession for us. Holy Spirit, we thank you that it's with groanings that cannot be uttered. And you are the one who searches our hearts. You're the one who searches our hearts. Show us today if there's anything in our hearts that doesn't need to be there, that's hindering us from walking in the complete love of God toward other individuals. Show us what they're going through. Show us what they are missing and the things that they need and the things that they desire. So if we need to help them, we can, but we do it not apart from you, but with you walking in the love and compassion of God. We strive to do that. We seek peace and we pursue it. You show us the way of peace and we'll pursue it. Show us, show us the way of peace with our spouses. Show us the way of peace with our families. Show us and direct us to the way of peace with those around us at our places of employment, at, in the grocery store, while we're driving. Show us the way of peace with those who we uh, do life with. Show us the way of peace and we will pursue it in Jesus name, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you and we praise you for that today in the mighty name of Jesus. So bradaste le brando cosida, mandale brandenishtu le brandena casili di nashto, non gradishti libraste canan dan doshta radida, le bregida azoda la branda, ingrashta, yeah, even those who are difficult to love. Even those who know how to push every button, 
even those. We know that it is not them, but it's the spirit of strife and division. And we know where that originates. And so we take authority right now in the name of Jesus. Devil, we tell you that you cannot operate anymore in our lives in the name of Jesus. Every door that's been open to you, we close right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we repent if we're the ones who have brought the strife into our household. If we're the ones who have bought strife into our workplace, if we're the ones who have bought strife into our church, if we're the ones who have bought strife into any place that we enter in and do life in, we repent of it. And we thank you for your cleansing. We thank you for our cleansing right now in Jesus name, the blood of Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, it's, it forgives us of all of our sins. And so we stand right. We have a clean slate and the door is closed to the enemy right now. And we thank you that the love of Jesus, the love of Jesus flows from us to everyone around us. And it's love that will change everything in Jesus name. Greater are you that's within us than he that's in the world. And you are love. And so we release greater love to everybody today, to every situation today. Greater love is on the inside of us. And we release that greater love to every single person today. In Jesus name, we thank you for giving us an example like Jesus who moved with compassion and examples of others in more recent times, like Martin Luther King Jr. Even though he wasn't perfect and he didn't always get everything right, his heart was dedicated to you. And what he did, he did based on what he read in the word of God and what he said our nation was founded upon. And so we say, let freedom ring in every corner of our nation today. Let freedom ring first in us so it can ring outside of us everywhere we go. And we say free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty. Jesus has given us freedom. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We let that freedom reign in our lives and uh, penetrate every other area of our lives. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord, God Almighty. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Yes. Amen. The greater love to everyone in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Well, I thank you for joining us today. We're back. (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm so glad we're back. I I missed uh, morning prayer last week, but the time change was just, I, I tell you, if there's anything tough about traveling East Coast to West coast is that three hour difference when you're eating at what would be 3am here and in California, that just does not sit right. When you come back and it's 3am and you're like, I'm hungry. (laughs) 
<laughs> I should be sleeping, but I'm hungry. And so uh, we're just, uh, you know, coming back and, and, and getting that schedule to come back into alignment in Jesus name. Right. Amen. And so uh, I thank God for this opportunity. Thank you for partnering with me in prayer and thank you for honoring and celebrating MLK Jr. Uh, I thank God uh, for his life and, and ministry. He really had a ministry. And so we thank him uh, for, uh, you know, when we get to heaven, we'll see him. Amen. Aren't you glad we're going to see people like him in heaven? I can't wait to get to heaven and just spend time with each and every person that I've looked up to here on this earth. Those in my personal life that have gone on before me, ministers that I learn from uh, and have learned from, uh, you know, our presidents that, that I, I'm a Ronald Reagan fan. I, you know, we're not talking politics, but Ronald Reagan was one of my favorite presidents, probably because that's when I really understood what was going on. Every time he got on the television, I don't care what he was saying, his voice just soothed me. I, it, it, every time I heard his voice when the TV was on, I would run to the TV because it did something to me. I can't wait to meet him. I can't wait to meet him. And so uh, we get to meet him. Amen. Isn't that awesome? That's This is not the end. When someone goes to heaven, this is not the end. We will see them again soon. That's why we want everyone to go to heaven. I can't wait for the fellowship, the true fellowship. There's nothing like the fellowship of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Before we carry on here, uh, have an awesome day in the Lord. I will see you tomorrow. God bless you and have uh, a day filled with the greater love that